Hello and welcome back to the URB coverage of the uh, SU uh, elections coming up. Uh, we're back with some more interviews. Right now we've got a, a big one running for uh, SU president, uh, Jimena uh, Alamo, isn't it? Yes. Jimena Alamo is in with uh, us this afternoon. I, know. I am <laughs> absolutely fine. I am bad at pronouncing names. Still with your uh, red hat on. I, I saw, see even with the headphones on. Yeah, it's yeah. part of your branding. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is the branding is real in the in yeah. the mm. studio this afternoon. Yeah, I just want them to be proved that I'm still wearing it, even when people can't see me, so they know I'm taking it seriously. You know, the hat is still on. Mm. I can confirm. Thank yeah. you, thank you. That's all I needed. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Well, it's good to have you on, Himna. Um, do you want to just give us a brief bit about who you are, what you do, and um, also a bit about what the role of SU president is? Yeah, of course. Uh, well, yeah, my name is Jimena Alamo, as was mentioned. Um, I'm a final year politics and international relations student. I think you've got a couple of those running for president as well. Um, and well, yeah, I literally moved to the UK for uni. Before that, I was living in Venezuela, which is where I'm originally from. And honestly, so far, I kind of decided to go for this just because I've been involved in different roles within the university. I really, really enjoy kind of working for other people. Just service is kind of my thing. I actually took a gap year after high school just to do voluntary work in Colombia, and I loved it. And it's just kind of my passion generally. So I figured SU president was a good way of doing it. I know that I'm really kind of approachable, just kind of extroverted, and I think that goes well with the, what the role entails. If you ask me about being the SU president is, I think it's just kind of being the figurehead of the body that's really meant to be representing all students within the student body. And obviously not wanting to offend anyone or anything, but I don't think the SU has done a great job so far in terms of representing all voices equally. So that's kind of a lot of what my campaign is about. It's just kind of making sure that all different voices, wherever you come from, wherever, like whoever you are, you feel supported by your SU. Okay, so you say you don't feel like the uh, university is doing great at that. Do you have any particular examples why? Or Yeah, so I think one really, really good thing that Uni of Bath has is that it's very international. And I definitely think that a lot is done trying to be inclusive and, you know, trying to promote diversity. However, I think because we've never had an overseas president before, sometimes some things have been overlooked in the past. For instance, you know, international students pay double the tuition fees than national students do. However, we don't have access to accommodation bursaries. And I know so many international students that are going through a hard time financially as well, yet there's no way they can, uh, you know, kind of apply to any sort of financial support, which I think is really unfair, really, because it, it is up to the university. It's not, it's not a government kind of law, if that makes sense. So I think those kinds of bits and pieces, I understand there's a lot of issues going around the SEU. I obviously completely agree with, you know, like the SEU top 10, but I definitely think a lot more has to be said about the international community. And I think that's, mm. like, as I said, a lot of what my campaign is about, really. Yeah, you've mentioned, I know there was a bit of uh, controversy and questions for candidates. So I'm going to give you some time to talk about that if you'd like to and give your opinion. Um, but the first year flats for overseas students being pure, purely international, obviously it gives so many people an opportunity to speak with like-minded people who are in the same position. Um, but why have you popped that in your manifesto and what's your opinion about that? Yeah, so I really appreciate the opportunity to kind of clarify. I honestly feel that in my manifesto it's quite clear, but apparently maybe the wording wasn't. However, when I say make sure the, the flat is international, it definitely doesn't mean only international students, because obviously including nationals would still make it international. And um, honestly, I'm not so sure why that created uh, so much confusion. I feel like it was a bit intentional 
to create that confusion, but it doesn't really matter because uh, I'm happy to clarify it now. Uh, I think, however, and this is from personal experience from you know friends that had very hard times because they were the only international student. And for me, it's just basically promoting a kind of body system, just having another international person, I, th I think, can go a long way in you kind of adjusting to UK life. However, I absolutely, as I said, I think Uni of Bath does a great job in trying to include and be very international, very diverse. I think we're really good at that, and I feel that the students kind of represent that as well. Um, so I definitely don't think it's about um, just having only international students in a flat, and that's definitely not what I meant. Uh, but yeah, again, I'm just happy to kind of clarify that for everyone mm -hmm. who's not sure about that, basically. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, continuing with the uh, topic of housing, which it is an important part of your manifesto, it looks like. Uh, you say you want to continue with the transparency initiatives to protect student tenants. Uh, which initiatives are you talking about? Give a brief overview of them, and is there any way you would improve them? Yeah, so uh, thank you for that question. I think... Again, a lot of my manifesto points are kind of connected to each other, so they kind of go off mm -hmm. each other. So obviously in that, in terms of the same thing with housing and, and you know, like quality housing and, and living, uh, it, it mentions StudentPad specifically, which is yeah. obviously a platform provided by the university that I, think, I don't think a lot of people know about, actually. And I think if we expand on it, I think there can be sort of, a con in that sense, it can be a body that the university can use to obviously just give out uh, kind of housing options that we know won't be, you know, a scam for students and that kind of thing. Uh, so for me, it has a lot to do with that, kind of connected to the use of student path specifically. And I do think that the SU as well has kind of the power to lobby to even the city and even maybe if it comes to it, you know, companies in, in like in charge of, you know, rents and that kind of thing to well, basically say, you know, we, we won't take these terms. Because I've, I've heard horror stories about people that, want to rent a house and they can't even do a viewing or they just want you to put a down payment when you haven't even seen it or that kind of thing which is insane and I mm -hmm. think there's a lot that needs to be done around that area in general so yeah that's that's what it's about basically okay brilliant I'm just going to move away from housing a bit because you've got some other great points in your manifesto as mm -hmm. well um I want to talk about uh standardizing marking criteria and all those different things that you've involved mm -hmm. with evaluation criteria I know that in particular the no remark policy that Bath has it can be quite an issue for some students yeah. what's your plan evolving marking in general but also that yeah so that is honestly uh cause that's kind of very close to my heart because I'm from the Department of Politics and I know specifically in that department it's been quite an issue uh, because for some reason some kind of some departments are a bit more open about you know feedback and how they mark however for instance when I was in first year there was this one course where we all got, got a first for a, for an exam and they said no that there's no way you guys all got so, like such a good grade so you're going to get all of you are going to get like a remark down and it's like how, how does that make any sense so I think that it's been in that sense it's been very uh unfair in some cases really and I do think that this point in particular is a lot about working with education officer as well obviously because it goes into the realm of education but you know as SU president you do kind of have a scope that has a lot to do with everything really um, so I do think it's as I've said a lot throughout like lecture shout outs and my campaign in general I think it's really about meeting with kind of head of different de departments and be like well this is not something we're going to take and as, as an SU I think sometimes you just have to be willing to have difficult conversations with people in positions of power and mm. just be like well we're representing the students we're not representing university and we just won't take this really yeah interesting yeah so starting to uh, wrap it up uh, is there any I'm sure you've looked at your uh, other you know, other uh, president candidates' uh, manifestos. 
just wondering if there's anything particular you wanted to like talk on from them or anything you wanted to take on and add to your own if it were possible. Yeah, I think there is obviously a lot of competition for the role of president. I think mm -hmm. everyone's extremely qualified and it's made it very, you know, kind of competitive, but also fun at the same time to kind of get to discuss with people that have so such like good plans for the university. Uh, I think one of the points I'd say, it wasn't really that I... I wasn't considering it, but just because you only have 500 words, I, I thought it was kind of a given, but I've realized now that I'm speaking to people that maybe it's not that obvious for other people that I thought that was a given, uh, which is in terms of like uh, lobbying for, you know, low cost of like food and options like within on campus. So around, you know, the cost of living crisis, which I know is one of the biggest issues right now, um, I feel like I wasn't so explicit about all my points, not because I didn't think they were important, but more because, you know, I just kind of figured I used to space it kind of different things, which I think a lot of my, you know, com uh, opponents do consider. And I think it's good that they managed to get them in their 500 words, honestly. Yeah, amazing. And just to finish off, it's yeah. been great having you, Himna, but um, yeah. could you summarise for us your manifesto and why you should be the next SU president, please? Yeah, all right. Summarising it is going to be a bit hard. I think... If I had to take some things from a manifesto, it has a lot to do with kind of prioritizing, again, just bringing equal opportunity to all students from all different backgrounds. It has a lot to do with kind of diversity and support groups, which I think some of them have kind of lost a bit of, you know, just strength during the pandemic and no one has really done a lot of effort to kind of bring them back. Uh, again, a lot has to do with just giving international students the same opportunities and just basically consider that integration and considering that nationals and internationals really deserve kind of the same, you know, benefits. And I just want to clarify that I, that absolutely does not mean that I would just be a president for international students. That is obviously not the point, because I just think that there is a way of kind of considering everyone, all voices, as I've constantly been saying, uh, equally important, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, uh, thank you, uh, Emma, for coming on. It's been great talking to you and really interesting uh, I know I keep on going on about this, but it is important for listeners to remember polls are open now. Uh, I believe they close Thursday, don't they? Yeah. Thursday at four. Uh, yeah. Five p.m. Actually, isn't it? Is it four? Maybe it's five. We'll check. <laughs> I, we'll check. I, I we'll do, let yeah. you know. Now you're making me doubt it. Actually. Oh. <laughs> but uh, make sure you go online, check out the manifestos of Emina and other candidates, and make sure you're well informed and make sure you vote.